Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, a lot <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Ah, crap. Technical difficulties. There we go. I deleted you off the screen for a second. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. It is the Colin show where you get our number. We are at your mercy, of course. Uh, ooh, well, I got to do the whole ramble about all the rules. Uh, there's a link in the dis in the in the YouTube uh, description to get into the Discord server if you're new to the show. Uh, once you're in the Discord server, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who <laughs> arrived first. So we take our callers on a first first come first serve basis with our patrons getting preference. If you're a patron, you should be marked with uh, nice. Uh, dazzling orange color in the server if you're not get in touch with us and we will make sure that is the case so you get priority uh other than that um if you can't do the show live and you want to participate in the show go ahead and send us uh, an email we'll read our emails on the show and, and respond to them or you can record a uh, message for us and um record the audio at least upload it to youtube unlisted we'll play it on the show and respond to it we got one of those to get through tonight and i think we have a, a layover or a holdover question from sunday to get to and i don't know if there are email questions uh but perhaps nope. there are no nope. no email questions i'm gonna i'm hustling up here because there's a bit of like very bizarre breaking news that i wanted to share at the top of the show it'll be brief but I, i'm particularly interested in this because it's down the street from me so Tomorrow, there's a special election here in Montana because we have one congressperson, gigantic state, but only a million people, one congressperson. And our congressperson, former congressman Ryan Zinke, was selected by Donald Trump to be interior secretary uh, once this administration took office. So we have to have a special election to fill our one congressional seat. And it's Rob Quist, the cowboy socialist man who, uh, who has been hosting Bernie and a bunch of other Democratic power players to stump on his behalf this week. Bernie was in town here over the weekend. But I didn't go because whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then he's running yeah, against, why? and then he's running against Greg Gianforte, who is um, a Bozeman, a Bozeman businessman. He started a software development company here, uh, sold it a while back to Oracle. One of my friends used to work there at his software development company, actually. And I've already voted. I actually voted for the Libertarian candidate, uh, so I voted for neither. But the the story is kind of quasi national news right now because it's a congressional election. So Did the this just break like this moments just before? broke. So that's the context for what's going on. There's a Guardian reporter in town, as there are a lot of national political reporters in town, and Greg Gianforte has a campaign headquarters office here in Bozeman. Okay. The something just happened at this campaign headquarters office. This Guardian reporter says, I was just body slammed in Montana by congressional candidate Greg Gianforte. And all we have is the audio from this encounter between a Guardian reporter and Greg Gianforte. Do you have the video share up? Yeah. This is the audio. This just happened within a few hours. This is what it sounded like. To the CBO score, because you know you were waiting to make your decision about healthcare until you saw the bill and it just came out. And what yeah, you and we'll talk it. to you about that later. Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you okay, have to Speak right with now. Shane, please. Okay, so the, the voice, the one voice is the Guardian reporter, and the guy who sounds more distant is Greg Gianforte, the congressional candidate. But you know, I'm sick and tired of you guys. The last time you came in here, you did the same thing. 
Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. The last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You the last guy did the same damn thing. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Get the hell out of here. You'd like me to get the hell out of here, I'd also like to call the police. Can I get you guys' names? Hey, you gotta leave. He just body slammed me. You gotta leave. So I don't, that's, that's audio from the reporter. I don't know what's going on, but I might, I'll have to follow up in the story. That's pretty damning. When you told me about it, I was like, I bet there's more to that story, but I don't know. My don't only know. guess is that it took place at his campaign headquarters and maybe the reporter was being forceful and being in a place that he shouldn't have been. That doesn't necessarily justify what sounds like an assault. Yeah, that uh, sounds like a man losing his shit. Yeah. In any case... Uh, just something to think about. We'll we'll follow the story as it develops, but I just wanted to share that. We'll get into the callers because that's what this show is all about. I forgot to mention, too, we do take super chats in between callers. So um, if you're feeling super chatty, uh, go ahead uh, and submit a question that way. And um, don't, don't, don't scoff. <laughs> don't, don't grimace at me. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Let's get to the callers. Uh, let's check the, uh, where's the roll call? Um jump to present hold on discord is so hard to follow for me and i didn't uh queue it up to where we are starting tonight okay <laughs> first up is going to be minding freedom i believe did that guy uh, say my glasses you broke my glasses and you body slammed me <laughs> I mean, he, he's... greg gianforte is a 56 year old man i mean he looks like he's in reasonably good shape but he's an old man and this reporter is younger too so sorry, sorry. Do I believe body slammed? Not really. Do uh, I believe like pushed to the ground? Maybe. Yeah, possible. I mean, I'm not. We're not talking like WWE wrestling. <laughs> anyway, Minding Freedom is up first tonight. You're good to go, Minding Freedom. If you're ready to chime in. Yeah. Hi. Um, first off, blonde. Did you just make fun of people with glasses? <laughs> no. It's just I make fun of Guardian reporters that get body slammed who broke okay. their glasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I wear some. Um, anyway, um, I called in a few uh, weeks ago. Remember the German guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Hi. <laughs> How's that? Um, so Germany, and, still, Germany still exists. Congratulations. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't Success. expect that. Yeah. It's a wonder. Uh, but its demise is going on. Okay. And uh, the German justice minister is at the forefront of this. I talked about the draft law with the 50 million uh, fines for Facebook and Twitter. Oh, that's yeah, right. I remember. Okay. Uh, that's about to be passed in the parliament. Uh, not yet, but soon to be. So just to recap, listeners, this was... a. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is a bill that's going to punish social media who does not act swiftly enough to remove what the German government considers to be hate speech or offensive or whatever else. Exactly. Okay. And as I understood it, that could be passed along, like exorbitant um, fees could be passed along to individual employees. Is that uh, true? I, I saw that on a Computing Forever video, but it was in the earlier stages of the bill. So I'm, I'm not, I'm sure not so sure about that. I'm not, I don't think so. Okay, well, it's still not great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but there has been something else going on uh, with that justice minister. He wrote a book. Is okay. it propaganda? And, uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, it's called uh, Standing Up Instead of uh, Ducking Down. 
a strategy against the right. Oh, oh no. Yep. You get that from a government official. What about the Muslim right? Would they take that stance in that case? I mean, then they duck <laughs> no, all the way no. over and take it right and. No. Oh, okay. The, the German <laughs> uh, finance minister just said like, 24 hours after the attack in Manchester happened, uh, he just said, yeah, Islam is peace and everything's fine. And they're so, so heartwarming. <sighs> Man, I mean, where do you live right now? I don't remember uh, if you in, told us. In Berlin. Mm. Oh, man. So you're really in the thick of it. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to leave as soon as possible. I want to go to Wisconsin, but... Have you um, have you lived in Germany your entire life? Or or yeah. have you moved around? So have no, you been no, in... I, and you've been in Berlin specifically? Uh, no, I was born, uh, well, on the countryside, like... 50 miles outside yeah, of Berlin. Yeah, man, if you want to if you want to keep the German cultural vibe alive, you got to move to Wisconsin where you'll get your kielbasa and I know. sausages and beers and things. But um if, can I ask you just to comment briefly on like what's changed? You sound like you're probably about a peer of ours. I don't know what your age is, but if you can comment on what's changed just around you and in, in as you observe your the city that you live in. Uh, well, I moved to Berlin uh, six years ago, and uh, when I came here, it was it was easier to just to just uh, move around, to just go to events, and now we have security everywhere. And uh, at at events where even I'm thinking, we don't need it right here. <laughs> hmm. I mean, you have you have events like uh, I don't know, you have you have discussions you have debates on um on really not sensible topics i don't know education or something political debates and you have security like i don't know like unbelievable uh unbelievably uh much damn my english is messed up right now um <laughs> no, i mean it's, it's um, actually really good though i if you didn't tell me i can hardly even detect the accent to be honest yeah, you said that last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's just ridiculous right now. And uh, in the in the um, underground, it's the same. You you uh, hardly go anywhere and don't see a policeman. Hmm. Where usually there was just the <clears throat> the underground security. Now we have full out policemen going there and uh, patrolling. So what do you think it's going to look like in five years? Your most accurate prediction using what you know about the previous five years? Uh, I hope I don't have to see this. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's going to either it's going to look a lot worse or there's going to be a turnaround. I don't know if that happens in the next five years. Uh, I don't th I don't think it happens in Berlin. I think it will happen in some other uh, German cities, though, uh, because yeah. Berlin really is like the the liberal, uh, not not just the capital, but also the liberal capital of Germany. <sighs> Hitler is rolling in his grave. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he was he was more uh, Munich Nuremberg based, so he's not really rolling. Oh, well, didn't wasn't he? Uh, maybe I'm historically illiterate. Didn't he die, Didn't he kill himself in Berlin, or was it elsewhere? I think on the outskirts of Berlin. Okay, but I'm I'm not sure on that. 
Yeah, neither I might, am I. I might, I, mean, I might be fake news on this one. Yeah, well, yeah. join the club. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, any any other commentary on um, on German stuff before we let you go? Uh, not on German stuff, but I got a I got a shill a little okay. uh, because I recently started my own YouTube channel. Okay. <laughs> uh, under the same name as I am here, Minding Freedom. Okay. So if you want to check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to um you know when people have uh. It's easier for me if people send me like an individual video to check out or something like that, you know, like uh, if you've got a particular piece that you think, oh, this is really representative of my stuff or particularly good or whatever, um, then then I think that's a easier way to take a look at someone's material. I don't know about you, Blonde, but I, I always prefer if someone sends me like an individual piece of work as opposed to like. Because if I just go to the channel, I don't know. I don't know what to watch. Yeah, shoot you know? us, shoot us what you think your best video is into the um, into the inbox because we check our email. All right. Supposedly, we're supposed to. That's yeah. your job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's whether Blonde does it or not. Don't look at me. <laughs> Thanks right. for calling. We'll let you go. Thanks for staying up late too. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Loved it. We got to okay. catch up on super chat. Okay. <clears throat> Austin Kane, five dollars. Um. Uh, let's see. What does that say? Hoovian, your favorite army medic. Um, have either of you ever oh, thought Hoovian, about Hoovian? Yeah. Uh, have either of you ever thought about doing a talk tour like Milo or Ben? Um, I have a crippling fear of public speaking, and so until I, which I, I know is remarkable to to believe, considering my vocation. Um, but until I get that hammered out, that's not going to be a possibility for me. What about you? Uh, if the demand was there, I mean, I've received the only I've received one. Um, invite to to speak at a university um, but I have so far turned it down just because of time issues and and cost issues and stuff like that um, I got invited to speak in um, Malta huh yeah and then I also got invited to speak at the Berkeley event um, but I was like no I can't can't do it guys if it's, um if, if the opportunity became serious and I had an opportunity to do it I would I would definitely like to dabble, but um, I would also temper expectations. Right. Uh, it, it's very different than um, than doing this. You know, getting on a podium and speaking to a big yeah. group of people live is very different than, as far as I'm concerned, it's basically like you and I sitting at a, a desk and... That's what I pretend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are people watching it, but it is... Um, imagine doing this in an auditorium where there's a lot of people, potentially 100 or more people... All those nope, eyes on I, you, I the bright lights, you know. Yeah, that's I'd like to try, but until there's demand, you know. Uh, Let's uh, hey, cruise through these. Ta- um, talk liberative, to your, $2. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, talk to, build demand on your campuses for us and we'll come. Uh, get, get, <laughs> no. your, get your university to give you student activity money to pay us. That would be great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah. All right, liberative, $2. It's only news when he drops the people's elbow. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Lucas Devlin, fourteen dollars and eighty-eight cents in in of true course. form every week. <laughs> Matt and Blonde, should I abandon my wife and kids and go MGTOW? Mm-mm. Definitely. I mean, for sure. Yeah. What? That, that's not, <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh my god. No. no that's retarded. Don't do that, dude. He's no. just messing around anyway. Yeah, I know. That's awful. So you don't joke about such things. Oh my god! Don't give me that. <laughs> um, Constantine the mediocre, two dollars. When will the tenth crusade happen? <laughs> <laughs> Yoda economics five dollars. Hitler died in a Berlin bunker. It was subsequently burned to ashes so that the okay, Soviets good. wouldn't bother wouldn't use his body for propaganda. Good. So I'm not super fake news. Okay. So we'll we'll have to hustle up here. Um 
my me wanting me being selfish with my Montana breaking news time. So to speak. Like, <laughs> no, I'm glad I on, heard that audio. Isn't it weird? Maybe I'll do a video on it uh, and see what I can learn. Uh, maybe I could. I should just talk to that Guardian guy. Maybe he'd talk to me <laughs> yeah. or talk to Greg Gianforte himself, the candidate. Anyway, Ski Doggy, uh, Ski Doggy, you're good to go if you're ready. Okay, I'm off mute. Hopefully, you can hear me. Yeah, can you um, can you meet your stream yep. for me? Yeah, I just did that right now. So okay, um, great. Cool, I made it on the show. Wow, you did. <laughs> yes, amazing, yeah. amazing. Blonde, uh, just something really quick. I wanted to let you know you still having a problem with firearms. Um, I haven't shot since I talked to Tree, but I okay. probably will this week. I don't know. Some people have given me some good suggestions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. It's just the the concept of carrying a firearm is what I'm finding frightening. So one of my friends told me to to walk around my house and uh, with my gun not loaded, so I could get used to the weight of it and things like that. So we'll we'll see. But I'm just not super skilled with firearms. I don't know very much about them, and that's probably why I'm not very comfortable with them. Well, first of all, get out the pistol kit, get a rifle. Yeah, yeah. Several people have told me that. Yeah. And no matter what you do, because uh, I carried a pistol for a number of years, it's always going to be a pain. So, just you're gonna you're gonna have to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, but uh, but they do have some nice uh, they do have some nice small Glocks and some nice small 45s. So you might want to give that a shot. All right, thank you. Yeah, and either that or a coach gun. Always great for in home defense. Hey, it works. When the terrorists get to your door, it's going to be well, sooner actually, rather than later. Actually, no. You know why? You know why I use a coach gun? Because hmm. with birdshot, it won't go through the walls. Oh, oh yeah. A, you know, a 9mm or 45 or even a 45 long cold is going to go right through the wall if you shoot it. And I live in a townhouse, and I really don't think my neighbors would appreciate that. you got to yeah. get hollow points, though. Yeah. Now, I don't like hollow points. Why not? I just never, I just, uh, I just never have liked them. They, uh, For some reason, they're not very accurate for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess I haven't I, target shot them. I just I have them for home defense purposes, but I, I don't really target shoot them. No, no. But see, I've never really liked a pistol for home defense for the simple reason it's too easy for a bullet to go through the wall. Okay. But number four burst shot and wham, it usually scares the hell out of them and they'll leave. Hmm. But, All right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, one other thing. Hopefully, none sorry. of this ever becomes relevant. But you know, for <laughs> yeah. the hope, yeah. for the stream when well, they finally come to get me, you know, that's. Uh, I, I live in, in Iowa. Shape. I live in the safest place in the universe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're going to survive the zombie apocalypse. We're going to survive anything. I mean, it's just nothing ever happens here. But uh, I, I do one other thing. I just want to add, and then I'll let you get on because uh, uh, my meds are. Uh, like I told you last time, my aphasia sometimes kicks in, especially at the oh, yeah, yeah. moments. Yeah, and it's driving me nuts right now. So, mm. uh, but anyway, uh, we can talk about uh, football too and really bug blonde. Oh, I, I was well, speaking with Ski Doggy earlier about the Vikings and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm getting ready to go up to the People's Republic tomorrow. So, uh, I'm oh, do great. some fishing up in Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm hoping to finally get my walleye. God, it's oh, uh, there. You go. Yeah, well, I've gotten uh, I've gotten a good sized muskie, I've gotten a good sized northern, I've gotten a good sized bass, but I've never really gotten a good walleye, and uh, it's it vexes me. I uh, vexes I'm, me. I've never been a fishing guy, but um, the fly fishing around this is like a fly fishing mecca. Bozeman is, um, so if, I yeah. assume as I get older, I might get into fly fishing, but it hasn't hit me yet. I don't know. It seems like an awful lot of work in that. You know, you got to sit there and rod back and forth and all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I'd rather, uh, no, I hook my bobber up, put a worm on, toss it out there, have a beer, sit on the dock. There you, know, you go. Fishing is just an excuse to eat snacks and drink beer. Yeah. The, I mean, lake life in the summer, man, it, uh, it's a good time. Oh, exactly. You know, you sit on the dock, you have a beer, you fish. 
occasionally catch something. If you don't, well, nobody can blame you for wasting time. <laughs> You're being productive. Indeed. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, well, thank you for calling in. Um, well, thank you much. Yeah. Hope to catch you sooner rather than later. Yeah. All right. Take care now. Later. Bye. Okay. How are we doing on uh, the old super chat? Good. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Thoth. I don't remember this yeah. name. I don't. Thoth, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. All right. All right. It's, are you a, uh, are you a first time caller? I don't know if I've. No, I am. Um, I'm actually Chris to the J, but I decided to change oh, it. Oh, okay. It's, I believe it's pronounced Tote. It's a Egyptian god of wisdom. It's the Ibis, like head god, whatever. I'm going with thing. Thoth. T H O T H. Yeah, I think that's, that's another way that you can pronounce it, but I've heard it's pronounced Tote as well. Um, gotcha. Also, I posted a picture of my Frenchie, you know, compare oh, you... Frenchies. Ah, where did you post it? Is it picture, in the, dis... the pictures thing? Yeah. You okay, should let me be see. Let me see. in it. Let me see here. At, uh, oh, I got to scroll down. There's so many memes in here because I haven't yeah. checked it. <laughs> the for memes, a while. the memes are large. Oh yeah, he kind of. My parents have a Frenchie too, and he's so. This is yours is like a golden, golden Frenchie a with like fawn. a black mask. Yeah, and um, my parents is very similar to that. It's kind of a more blonde color than that, but similar, yeah. similar kind of look. Yeah, he's our second Frenchie because uh, the first one, um, we got him. I want to say when I was probably like six or seven. It was back. You know, like it's he would have been 13 or 14 years old this year, but he passed away right after his 13th birthday, ah. um, which was this past October. Um, so he passed away like right at the beginning of December. And so we ended up getting another one. And he is just like the exact opposite. Like Techie, the first one, was um, just so like slumber and quiet. And this little guy just will not stay still. Like I've got him on my lap right now and he keeps kind of walking around and stepping on my arm and whatnot and just yeah. trying to bite me it's just so funny that well that's how so my dog is he's either um like a total lazy bastard and just like a lump on a log or he is like way too energetic yeah you know there's never like a happy like medium puppies i think yeah but he's mine's four years old now well that's still technically i guess that's still technically puppy stage i don't know maybe not mm. who knows but in terms of other things, I just don't. I'm I'm just done with everything. Like I'm done with the politics. I I don't care anymore. I'm just Do, done. I worry that Blonde and I are getting to that point, which sucks because we basically built a show on politics. But like, this, <laughs> yeah, we well, kind I mean, of felt it. I worry it last about week. that all the time, though. But like, I just feel so fucking burnt out. Like, yeah. And sometimes I'm like, you know, we we just got to take a break. Maybe we should cover some more broad cultural topics and yeah. stuff. I mean, for me, it's it's mainly like that Manchester attack that happened. which I, it doesn't surprise me, and it's and it's sad that it doesn't surprise me because at this point it's like, it, it it's I mean I was watching the uh, Stephen Crowder show yesterday, and it I mean he read and made a great point. It's like it's only been two weeks or a month or so since the last attack in Europe, so it doesn't surprise me at all that. This what was happened. the last one? Sweden? Uh, I think so. It might have. I think it might have been. Um, no, no, no. It was the one before the Paris election, because that there was oh, the yeah. second Paris yeah, attack. Yeah. And what? it just, it's that. And then everybody, all of the Democrats and whatnot saying like, oh, we're going to impeach Trump. How are you going to impeach him? He hasn't committed an actual crime that is impeachable. Yeah. And you don't it's have the numbers everything. in Congress anyway. Yeah. I mean, one, just, you need a serious crime and two, you need the numbers in Congress and they don't have it. I'm just done with it. I'm just, I, I just can't. I mean, yeah. I, want, I keep following it. Cause I'm kind of like you, like I want to start my own like internet personality that, goes on to like politics and culture and whatnot but at the same time it's like why 
why do I do this to myself? <laughs> well, I still, I mean, even though I'm, I'm very weary of like the, 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 at this point, manufactured Trump scandals. Now, if they become yeah. substantiated, I'm, I'm all in favor of them being fully exposed and explored. But at this point, they're largely like, a, as far as I can tell, most of them are mostly a political witch hunt. Uh, yes. And that's really tiring because you get basically a non-story. The, the frustrating thing about yeah. Manchester to me was like, it happened. I'm like, oh man, I got to, I'm going to, I got to make a video on this. I got to do this and that. And I, was, and I thought, no, 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 let's, I'll wait. Um, I'll wait. I want to make sure all the facts are available before I really judge this. And the frustrating thing about these attacks is like, mm, you probably could have speculated right when it happened and been right about like 90% of the facts yeah. of the case. Yeah. yeah. That shouldn't be that it's shouldn't be reality. Mundane. Yeah. And it really has, it really has become a part of our everyday lives. I mean, yeah. And, it, and, and what just bugs me is the fact that, you know, those, the, there were those, um, writers and politicians and whatnot just saying like, yeah, we'll just have to, you know, this is just normal, you know, let's just deal with it. Let's not get hate. Like, I, I'm just enraged right now. Cause I'm like, why I'm enraged at the people not being enraged about. Yeah. If the, if well, the death of, of those kid, girls, yeah. Yeah. If, if that doesn't kill, do it for you. Then it, it, then it's just like, you don't, I just feel at like, at that point, you just don't really deserve and using air quotes here to like really be a country anymore. Cause if you can't care about the next generation of kids and, yeah, and you yeah. don't, you don't want to take up arms against a political ideology that charades itself as a religion and you can't take up arms against that and destroy it essentially, then it's like, you, you don't deserve it. Anything. You, I'm, I agree. I'm I mean, they you won't protect to... it. And that's how I felt when I left Europe. I was like, I, I went there like thinking, wow, um, I'm going to see why these people don't want to preserve their culture. And then I left thinking, uh, fuck you guys. If you don't care about your own culture and yeah. we're saving your, your, if you don't care about the extinction of all of your people, I don't know what to do that. Well, I can, at least that I can in the future chaos, you know, the chaos in 20 or 30 years, the people will say, well, at least our parents and grandparents had so much virtue. It was really oh. worth it. <laughs> they were so altruistic oh, and they were so nice. It really is worth this in this chaos land that we live in now. I know where we're all under Islamic rule. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything it's... else uh, on your mind, Mr. Thoth or what was the other pronunciation? Tote? Tot? Uh, tote, yeah. Tote. Like a tote bag or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I might change it back. This was probably like a one-time thing, but I'm thinking I might do some sort of, uh, I can't remember the word, but, you know, I'm having one of your moments from last week where you can't remember disappointment. Yeah, what the hell? Remember, like, <laughs> couldn't remember the word disappointment? Yeah. Don't remind reference, me. Reference, that's the word I was I've been taking those InfoWars nootropics and my, my <laughs> yeah, alpha yeah. brain is fully restored. Don't worry, I'm back yeah. on my game after that I, downfall. Yeah, I'm, I just kind of want to reference like some old mythological god or goddess that has to do with truth wisdom or just like knowledge in general yeah so tut is just one of those that i've always sort of known but then there's also veritas which is roman goddess of truth and then there's odin and Mir murmur or however you pronounce his name when it comes to the vikings and whatnot so there's just so many to choose from and i don't know who to pick i don't want to do athena i want to do like you know because athena is just oh goddess of wisdom everybody knows hmm. that Looking for philosophical soundness in a chaotic world. I like yeah, the, sort uh, of like uh, the uh, Sargon like the of the Cod type of thing. Yeah, well, it worked for him. You know, he's made he's made a, a good business out of that. <laughs> yeah. 
Speaking of which, come on the show, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> Do it, Sargon. I know Do you it. listen to the call-in show, Sargon. Come on the fucking show. No, of course, of course not. Of course Ring not. Ring Dave with you. <laughs> maybe uh, computing forever as well. Yeah, this yeah. Awesome. Maybe both at the same time. I've asked computing forever on the show like three times. But well, I know that Irish. he knows who I am because he featured me in one of his videos. So Yeah. Come on, Dave Cullen. Yeah. I know you can come on the show. He's probably just too busy because he's Irish and he's always drinking. <laughs> he puts out so many videos. I bet he d- just works all the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll let you go. Have all a good right. night. See ya. Uh, uh, let me catch up on Super Chat. We got like a million here. Um, oh, boy. Miles Collins, uh, five pounds. Thoughts on UK general election? Uh, we can talk about that on Sunday. I don't want to take up too much time here. We've got like a million callers to get through. I, and I'd be I'd be lying if I pretended to know the uh, the nuances of what Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn is that the uh, yeah is that who we're dealing with. The yeah. fact that I'm not confident in that answer lets you know <laughs> how, how, how qualified I am to tell you about. Uh, then we the have Spencer Vet five dollars. Are either of you interested in doing some Tim Pool esque reporting? Pineapple on pizza rocks. Oh, there you go. Nom nom nom. Um, yeah, totally. I, uh, I'd love to, and I wish I could have done more of it on my Europe trip, but I didn't have security, so that kind of just rules out. Yeah. <laughs> you and know it, what can you do without security? If, if we reached a point where we had some. Um, you know, some resources to put into that. I think it'd be interesting. But as we learned in Cleveland, man, that is another developed task. Speaking in front of people, or a developed skill. Speaking in front of people, developed skill. Speaking to people on the street, in you know, uh, on the spot, developed skill. Definitely yeah. takes practice. I would get um, so... We had, we had so many, bo- like, terrible, terrible interviews that never saw the light of day. I don't, I don't have the balls to go into Rinkaby anyway. I'm not going into... Yeah, fuck that. I'm no not way. going to those. I'll talk about it from... Across the other, from the other side of the world. I'm not going in there. That's yeah. not my job. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> I, maybe I'm with you on this. We'll see. I'm going to France in September. We'll see how bad it is. Maybe I'll do yeah. some reporting. Okay. DK, JSpec, $2. Skull Vikings. Hope it's a good there season. Go. Hashtag no pack now. Nice. Um, biggest Mikey, $4.99. Ben fucking Shapiro. I assume he's referring to the previous caller who does sound quite a bit like Ben Shapiro. Is that who right. he's talking about? Um, I, think so. I don't know. I didn't really. Was he talking about Chris of the J? Or I don't think he sounds like Ben that much. You uh, sound like Ben. You have to speak really, really quickly and kind of nasally. Really, really. And uh, yeah, yeah, I can't do a great he Ben Shapiro, like but it's a pace thing more than anything. Now uh, we have two more. Snow Maine, five dollars. Trump gets impeached. He resigns. Then appoints Pence as president. Pence appoints Trump as vice. Pence resigns and appoints Trump as president. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, and then Cuck Canuck, $5. Did you guys see Tim's pool video called Are our, our, our Majority Attacks, Our Majority Terror Attacks Islamic? I have not seen that. No, I should check that out, though. Hmm. Uh, but I, I, without watching it, I, I so I, I'm not going to comment on Tim's video. I do get really annoyed. I don't know what he said. I'm not saying he said this, but gen- in general, I hate this deflection of like, well, white males kill children too, so we don't have to yeah. care about Manchester. Yes, we do. <clears throat> it, it, it's an ideological thing. You know, people go crazy and they kill people and do terrible things. And it's not that it's unique to Islam necessarily. It's not that it never happens everywhere else. But this right. is a global ideological phenomenon. That's very clear on the purpose and intent and motive. Got to be, got to be honest about that. But I'll have to check Tim's video out. Yep, and we're caught up. Okay, let's get, um, let's get Stan in here. The old Stan Kanapka. Uh, hold on, I got to pull him in. Stan, uh, of course, is um, 
River Gibbs' is favorite pedophile. I'm sorry, Stan. <laughs> Our <laughs> resident accused pedophile, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Which, Stan. No, it's all right. Actually, you know, one point that uh, we forgot to make in the uh, introduction in my pedophilia, uh, apparently blonde, I am willing to make an exception for you. So, <laughs> yes. Um, so you should take, take, take some, well, you know, look, everyone has a thing and they're willing to mm-hmm. explore outside that thing. So that's you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would also say uh, with the public speaking, I, I understand. Like, I can talk in front of like 20 people. Like, I've had to do that with work, you know, talk to new hires. But if it was a couple of hundred people, I'm pretty sure if I wasn't wearing diapers, it would, yeah. Yeah, I, I would be like, yeah, it's so just so listen. petrifying. I don't know what I, it is. Yeah. I could get on our live me. streams, like, 1200 people listen sometimes and I'm like, eh, and I never get nervous. But if I had to speak in front of that audience, um, it would keep me up at night for weeks and I definitely oh, puke before I absolutely. had to talk. Absolutely. You know what the then, thing is too? It's like the thing that terrifies me. And I of course like to downplay this show and do a little self self-deprecation, talk about the duct tape production and minimize the show bit. But if they're, <laughs> if you speak at a college, for example, or something, and they're at some, depending on the arrangement, if they're paying to see it, the pressure is yeah. so high, you know, like if it's free, if it's something like, well, if you don't like the show, fuck off and go away because it's yeah. free anyway. But if you paid and you, yeah, you drove you're, to you're a place paid and you, to come and it's like, yeah. they look at you like, hey, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Be an expert up there. Yeah, that's and high pressure. Like, I can't remember yeah. my name right now. Um, yeah. uh, whatever, a uh, couple, just a couple of quick things. Uh I liked your, uh, I was having a pretty bad day today and your uh, cringe yoga video, my, uh, Matt. <laughs> I just good. watched it. Oh, it's so, oh, it's so I cringe. cringed you, you into know? a good day. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, just in laughter, because honestly, what made it funny for me is picturing blondes watching this. And just <laughs> I should like, have played it on Sunday. They're just like, just like, oh my God, what is it? Like, just. I was, I just, I just couldn't even believe it. And we talked about it before the show, but, but but, uh, Matt was like, man, I was wondering if this was even real. And that would have been my first reaction too. like, I was like, are these bitches for real? Are they serious about this? I couldn't even believe it. Oh my God. You know, the the level of cringe, I'm like, I didn't think with, you know, my sex junk and, and, uh, and what's his name? I didn't think we could top that, but. This comes, this is a strong challenger for that. It really is. It's a contender. Yeah. It's it's a definite contender. <laughs> um, well, uh, two quick things. First of all, pineapple on pizza can burn in a fire. Oh, um, Stan, we had right, such a good right thing on, going. Man. Right on, man. Right on. Such a good thing. Sorry. Um, and the other thing, I, I kind of touched it uh, a little bit. I asked on um, on Sunday shows, if, is if you think uh, the... Uh, the Dems will ever uh, come to their senses and accept uh, the findings of the, uh, you know, the investigation uh, and everything. And uh, I still the don't Russia investigation. They will. Yes. The, oh, okay. the, the Russia investigation. I mean, I don't think they will. Um, I mean, I even just saw it today. It looks like uh, Senator Chris Murphy was on with Wolf Blitzer. And, I was uh, watching that clip. God, fuck that he, guy. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, it can't be about a campaign. We need to learn some lessons. And here's here's the one, and and get ready for a blonde cringe if you have not heard this blonde. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, 
Many countries in Europe, England included, Muslims suffer a de facto segregation, which sometimes allows for these perversions of Islam and this radicalization to take root. Yeah. And this, was, and, and this I was telling you before, this is the same clip I was telling you about before the show, actually, because I was watching this too, Stan. And what he says, too, is, well, you know, we really got to look out for Donald Trump's rhetoric because right. Donald Trump's rhetoric invites this type of attack That's to come to the United States. For Muslims to blame their own bad behavior on Trump, no matter what they mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And he totally went with Trump's rhetoric and Trump this and Trump. I'm like. You people, you you cannot get out of your own way to blame him for everything. Well, yeah, and, and, and the, the implied way, my, my blame. My video's just catching up where I, I see your face, Blonde, where it's, <laughs> I'm seeing where I'm reading the words. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's classic. And the implied blame, too. They suffer a de facto segregation. No, they right. mostly choose it. They want yeah. to live in their Islamic communities, and they want to enforce Sharia and, law where possible. And the perversions of Islam. I'm sorry. What perversions? No, just, you mean yeah, following the like... laws that they have written? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't understand that. And, yeah. and one more quick thing before we go. Last week we did discuss uh, people that Matt would be willing to take for the team if it meant they had to retire. So blonde. Wait, wait. What were we talking about? Uh, well, trying to remember. Matt, Matt was good. You know, there was just some old and cringy. Oh, yes. It was, would I bed Dianne Feinstein if it meant that she had to leave the Senate? Yes. That was, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so Blonde, <laughs> it's on you, and I have two quality choices. <laughs> You've got Chucky Schumer and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> well, Bernie so, Sanders has no political power, and I just... I'd I have just, to sell myself if I bank check you. I, I can't do it, dude. I, 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 mean, I can't do it. You know, the, I think the, Bernie the, does have political power. I think he has a lot of influence I, in the party. I, not I, like I, enough that I have to like degrade yeah. myself uh, think, to an unforgivable level. I think Bernie and Maxine are 10 minutes away from being in a, a nursing home with a sign around To, to get Maxine say, Waters say, out of Congress. I would blow Maxine Waters' mind Maxine. to get her to leave <laughs> Congress, okay? I would give her the night of a lifetime. Uh, but I swear, the two of them, you're, you're going to see them in no time with a sign around their neck in a nursing home saying, caution, they bite. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, of the two of them, I guess I guess Chuck Schumer. I think yeah, Schumer's so worse. Yeah, Schumer's worse than Sanders. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sanders is, you know, out uh, there. Schumer, Schumer holds a lot of power here in New York. It's yeah. a disgusting amount. So. I feel so dirty. Well, and in the Senate generally, isn't he the minority leader? I mean, he's, he's, yeah, but he's still, he, he's, his voice is out there. I mean, yeah. it's, but I look forward to the next cringe. Uh, and thank you both for your time. And you never way, think you're going to top I, it, but then a yoga class comes out, you know, or not, I, I, an aerobics class, not yoga. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and Brian, that could be your next video, watching a cringe video that matters. Uh, responses. Geez. A response video. Watching <laughs> just that would be worthwhile. So well, and Stan had the suggestion too. I got to figure it out. So when we do the, and I could do it. It's another layer of production for me. But um, you know, we should keep our faces on the screen when we switch to video on the podcast, so we can really see the reactions to some of the stuff. Because I enjoy, idea. I enjoy surprising you with, um, you know, with, with various uh, cringe yeah, items. But just, your face is never on screen. Yeah, your face is hearing it. you, hearing your your reaction. You could just hear the visceral, you know, dry heaving, and it's like to see your reaction at the time. 
it would be quality. We can, we so, got to do that. That's, yeah, that's I, great I can do it. You know, it's another, um, it's just another piece of duct tape to stick in another place. Where it can be done. <laughs> just pile it on. Yeah. Just pile on the duct tape. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks, Sam. Have a great night. Thanks. You as well. Thanks for calling. Yep. Uh, Your Skype is getting with... crazy on me. I hope you don't get disconnect. You're getting all pixely. My Skype? But, oh, you look, yeah. you're coming in crystal clear. I think it's, it should fix itself. Good thing we don't post a video of this anyway. Um, that's oh, why already, I wore this horrible shirt. Uh, Cucked Canuck, $2. Tim Pool's video says yes, 80 to 90% in 2017 so far. What was that a follow-up to? Wow. So he was talking about the Tim Pool's video posed the question, something to the effect of are most terror attacks Muslim or what portion of terror oh, attacks yes, are yeah. Muslim? And apparently Tim's conclusion was lots. <laughs> so yeah, I should probably watch that. Fucking lot of them. <laughs> um, Joel Dykeman gave us five dollars. Uh, top cultural sca- scapegoats: uh, number three, Satan; number two, Patriot; number one, Donald Trump. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dave S. Two dollars. How did you guys meet and start this gig? Oh, we talked about this last week, actually. But um, I, I, I was a fan of Skag, and then I asked him to do a hangout or a live stream or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. you just want to start a podcast?" And that's pretty much how it started. But we've only met once IRL. Even yeah. though he's my buddy, you're my friend, Skag, right? Except you won't talk about anybody. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're personal we're, lives. He's we're like, we're friends. not friends, we're business associates. We would totally hang out if we lived in the same city all the time, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and last one, Christopher Shviraga. Every time I fuck that up. $2 I know. I'm going to talk to Chris next week. I'll ask him. In- Invest in gorilla tape. Time to upgrade. Us for, yeah. Well, no, it's it, the joke is we have a duct a duct tape sponsorship too. We're not good enough for duct tape. D U C T. We have duct tape uh, as a proud sponsor of the show. But yeah, maybe gorilla tape. I use gorilla glue for a lot of things around the house. I do. Gorilla, it's, it's, yeah. a good, it's a good product. Gorilla glue. Get in touch. Want an endorsement <laughs> deal? You know. Not above it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we That's good? good? Okay. Oh, you know who's next on the list? No. Just when I had a good I had a good vibe going and I was feeling, you know, happy. I was feeling I had a high self-esteem. I was feeling good about myself. Then Is Jay, Jay Fry, Fry shows up. God yeah. damn it. God damn Jay Fry. Oh. Hey Jay Fry. What's wrong? What's wrong with Jay Fry? <laughs> well, I was just I was just saying, like I, I you know, I was I I had a good vibe going and the the, the, the self-esteem was was riding high and people were feeling good about themselves. But Jay Fry's here to tear it down. Jay Fry is our most cutting and benevolent troll. Yes. Jay Fry's good people. Of course. Only because I'm scared of you, Jay Fry. Why else would no, we allow no, you to come in here? <laughs> no, no, we love Jay Fry. What's up, yo? Uh, I, uh, I've just still been fuming about the, uh, the terror attack and hmm. the, the still missing, uh, six girls and, uh, and, and a boy. Wow, there's six. still six girls missing? Huh. There's, no, there's not. There's probably six girls kidnapped because kidnapped. Of the, the, what happened was after the bomb, okay. A suicide vest bomb isn't insanely explosive. It's, it's just percussive it pushes that's the whole point is it pushes out shrapnel Mm -hmm. so there's not a big fireball and blast it's a it's a a womp and it it sends out the the materials and of course the terrorist because he's suffering from the percussion their heads pop off Hmm. so you know that's good but uh there's not the, the closest people torn apart bodies but not torn apart in a way that that you're you're counting hands to make sure there's you know 20 right. dead 20 hands they're mostly intact people except for the headless terrorist 
And did you see the Cosmopolitan uh, post? Yeah, I yeah. want to talk about it on Sunday. With the Sikh who was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there actually were several uh, Muslim cabbies who gave free rights as well. And So I you're speculating that where... they kidnapped these girls? That and, and Paul agrees with me. Wow. It's interesting because I have heard that about nail bombs. It's not like you're going to be like digging through like rubble and looking for body parts. Yeah. I mean, the, the, right. And I, I've, at least the images I've seen of the scene, like we're not talking about structural failure of the scene. Like these people shouldn't be missing in an, in an unaccounted for way, nor should they be unrecognizably destroyed like Jay Fry is describing. Right. So I guess I hadn't thought about this as, I, well, for one, I didn't realize there were that many still missing. And, and based on the images I've seen of the scene, while they're awful, I, th- I mean, I, I, certainly understand that it shouldn't be the case where people are maimed beyond recognition. Right. So they're just not there. I mean, yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about this, but that uh, that's really troublesome. So there's a, a large chance that they're, I mean, maybe a runaway decided to take this chance and go, but six of them. Yeah. Plus the and do we know like the ages of these girls and stuff? We know their identities, presumably the ones who are missing. Uh, yeah. There's the, um, uh, there's those that are, are, are missing or anywhere from, from 13 to, uh, I think one of the couples was, uh, 18. Cause there's one guy and one girl that were together and uh, presumably they left together. Okay. And so then, there's one, there's one male missing too. Yes. Just one male or are there more? Uh, one that was posted. There's there's eight people missing. Confirmed six are female, one's male. Okay. And there. Jesus. One of them well, if this is true, which this is the first I'm hearing of this, then they have they're they're probably going to be like sold into sex sex slavery. I mean, right? There's well, no- and the and the worry, of course, about this um about <laughs> this this uh, what's his name Salman Abidi something like that. Uh, of course, is that he's part of. Um, I mean, they've already arrested his family members. That even the media has admitted has admitted. This doesn't really look like a lone wolf. He's yeah. part of what looks like a cell. a cell. And if they're willing right. to admit that it looks like a cell, you can Must be pretty be damn true. sure it's it's a well-connected thing. So you'd even that would lend you to wonder to what extent was he truly acting alone. And it, it doesn't seem wildly implausible to think, I'm going here to create chaos among a bunch of young women. And hey, by the way, my right. friends in the terror club... If you want to, uh, if you want to thieve some brides up from the escaping parties, this will be uh, ripe for the pickings. I mean, again, that's entirely speculation. I'm not saying that's what happened. If I mean, is there is there additional evidence to support this idea, or is this just kind of putting putting two and two together? Uh, besides from poll, I mean, we don't have evidence of anybody screaming for help or anybody having viewed it. But there were multiple reports that there were. Muslim taxi drivers giving free rides as well as the Sikhs. And the only ones who were shown were the freaking Sikhs and they were called Muslims. So they love that. You know, they, they carry ceremonial swords for a reason. And that reason is freaking Muslims. The Sikhs do. Yes. Yeah. To, to, to fight invading Muslims. Oh boy. So (laughs) if this wasn't bad enough for them, because they keep getting lumped in with Muslims, even though they're, they're not there. They keep their culture while enriching the culture of the countries they go to. Yeah. Yeah. How is it the first time hearing about this, though? This is troubling. Because I'm your number one source for news. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. is real news. 
We are fake news. All right. Uh, well, thank you for for uh, for uh, talking about that theory. I, I hope it's total bullshit. Me um, too. But I hope most yeah. of the things I say are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, man. I guess that's uh, something to watch out for. Something. Oh, and I've got a message for you, Jay, for having the live chat. This caller is clearly a caps hating fag. Just <laughs> that's right. To everyone who gets pissed about oh, unfair chat enforcement, Jay Fry, Jay don't don't man. send us your email. Good to go to at Jay Fry on Twitter and bitch about it there. Do you want to um? Do you want to hang out, Jay Fry? Or you want to dip out of here? I've got nothing better to do. Just okay, hang out here while busting fucking Lucas for caps lock and fourteen eighty eight bullshit. Yoda Economics is is up next. Um, let me try to pull him in here. Uh, Yoda Economics, you're muted. He's muted, but uh, I'll let him hang out and if he can get his mic unmuted. Otherwise, we will move back up. Oh wait, oh. I skipped Steven. Um, Steven's up next. Sorry about that. I don't. Or I thought I saw Steven. Yeah, I did skip Steven earlier. That's my mistake. Sorry, Steven. I'll uh, I'll get to you next. What's up, Yoda? Hey, how's it going? Can you uh, can you mute your stream for me? Yeah, I think okay. so. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I always make that mistake, and no problem. I'll, I'll try to get better next time. Um, so will so- we. <laughs> just kidding uh, because because it all of a sudden shows up as like because because i'll drift off into space and then yeah and all of a sudden you know i hear you so anyway I yeah we have to, to put people on the spot it's the only way yeah. <laughs> until we can hire someone to be a call screener but good luck yeah. <laughs> one day yeah um I, w- I wanted to uh get your opinion this is this is not this is not i don't know if this will be particularly popular with your crowd, but it's, it's kind of annoying me. Uh, and it's been in the news and it seems a lot of people, um, that run with our camp, uh, are completely against this. And that is the, the fact that many, many of the monuments, um, in the South, mm. like the, like the Jefferson Davis monuments and, um, and other ones are being torn down. Um, and it seemed to piss a lot of people off and like a lot of Confederate flags are being lowered and so forth. And I wanted to get your uh, opinion on that. Yeah. You, you got a take on that blonde? I mean, we can't rewrite history. This is just another, another way for all these social justice warriors to express their angst against dead white men. It's like, why fucking bother? Come on guys. What are we really supposed to pretend that our history is different than it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, go for oh, it. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, I have a different take on it, and my my take is that no, it's not necessarily rewriting history. I mean, you know, the the Confederate States of America was a country which existed for a couple of years, and they, and you know, their their entire I mean, it's in their founding documents was uh, on the virtues of of slavery, and you know, the basically they lost the they lost the Civil War. And when what happens when someone loses a war, their statues get torn down. Like they tore the statues of Saddam Hussein down. They tore, you know, after the Cold War, they tore down the statues of Stalin and Lenin. And I think that it, it, it and I say this because, you know, doing research into my ancestry and so forth, um, you know, the, uh, the Confederates were cold hearted bastards. I have a, great 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 uncle who died in andersonville prison in georgia because he was basically you know he was basically starved to death 
and he was basically starved to death and he was like he he, he was treated worse than they treat people in Guantanamo uh, you know the the confederates were not let's say well, at all. well yeah I'm, hold on hold on a second for with it, that. understanding in war just like any other thing supply supply lines are a target and and, and even when you when you go back and look at and I'm going to defend Hitler because it's fun. Uh, the Holocaust, you see starving uh, Jews, starving prisoners throughout time because supply lines are the first thing that get hit. We had troops in the north, troops in the north. Our show does not endorse the uh, express by James. Continue. I'm not cutting you off, but continue. I went back to the north. I'm talking north. Now. Okay. All right. All right. The only reason, the only reason Auschwitz was so malnourished is because we just cut their supply lines. <laughs> Skag and I are both over here, like, no, no, Jay Fry, don't do it. All right. No, no. no, it's, no. You, continue. You, you, this is prisoners in the south. He's talking about what? Yeah, yeah. But in reality, we had troops. The fighting men of the north were eating moldy bread. Hmm. Because the the supply lines were in fact hit, and I think troop energy is much more important than the energy of of the the prisoners. So so the starving isn't intentional; it's it's incidental to war itself. No, I, can... I would I would have to disagree on that. That that starving people. I I don't think that Hitler uh, intentionally starved the people in Auschwitz. I think that was. That was rather, I think that was rather intentional. Um, but I mean, going beyond the starvation, it's the fact that the the um, the flag, the stars and bars flag, represents a very dark, dark time. And I'm not an SJW by any means, and people may call me that, but I'm not one by any means. But it it represents a very painful time in in our in our history. That yeah, we should never forget, but it's not something we should glorify. You know, I I did I did a religious mission in the South, and, and and it's almost like many people when I was in South Carolina, many people were almost, um, you, you know, they they almost seemed to root for the South more than they did the United States, and and I, I just kind of think to myself, it's 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 really it's not only offensive to many people, but it's got to be offensive to African Americans. Who, by the way, we as Republicans want to say that. We want them on our side. We want them voting for us. But oh, here's this uh, symbol of slavery, and uh, but you should vote for us because what do you have to lose? Is it a symbol of slavery or is it a symbol of states' rights? It's a symbol of slavery. It's a symbol well, of states' rights to the South. I'm I'm in Tennessee. They they view it as a symbol of. But it, it, no, it absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I'm in California, so we we probably think different. But it's a, it's a symbol of slavery. The Tenth Amendment is a symbol of states' rights. The stars and bars. I mean, the reason that we have fifty stars on our flag is because it's a symbol of. Uh, it's because those are each individual states united. The stars and bars, which you know originally was a Virginia battle flag, it was a total. It was a total symbol of slavery. The entire oh. reason that the Confederate States of America was founded was based on slavery. That's not hyperbole. It's in. It's in the documents. You can look it up. My only um, and I can I can understand where you're coming from there. My only uh question, or or I don't even know if it's pushback, but I I would ask you this um about the because I I think you're coming you're coming at this from 
a few angles, one of which is like patriotism or loyalty to the United States. And it sounds like you view the Confederate symbolism as a, a symbol of, of being a traitor, you know, to some extent and being being uh, obviously, as you said, a symbol of slavery. Mm-hmm. But here's my one question. So the, I know this was controversial in like Louisiana recently or wherever they're taking down these monuments. Are they doing it for the traitorous reason that you're talking about, like a patriotic pro USA reason. Cause I, when I see like the college SJWs, they're like, no, 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 no. We hate America. We just hate the Confederates even more. <laughs> like screw them all. It's not out about like, it's not about like a USA patriotism, um, loyalty thing for them. It's just like, they were racist and they're slaveholders. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm doing this. I'm doing this because out of love for America, because you know, you could, you should be able to fly the American flag as high as you want and as many as you want. And there are colleges like colleges out here, like UC Irvine, who, uh, you know, they find it offensive when somebody raises the American flag. That's a yeah. problem. But this yeah. is, I mean, this is the United States. Let me put it this way, okay? Many people would, okay, like in California, you know, California was once settled by um, Mexican uh, missionaries, uh, Spanish missionaries, Mexican missionaries, and even the Russians. So, so many people would be highly offended and many people are highly offended when people fly the Mexican flag in California. Well, it, I mean, you could make that same argument that, hey, Mexico was once, you know, part of California. Mexico was once a part of, uh, of Texas. So why can't you fly the flag in Texas? Because it represents uh, independence after all. I mean, you can't be a hypocrite. Yeah, I uh, I can understand the different perspectives on this. I'll I'll probably just have to leave it on the agree to disagree note between Jay and Yoda, and I don't know. I don't know that I have a firm side on this. I lean more on to what Blonde was saying, which is like, yeah, we don't have to pretend these people were gods, but there is a shame in in losing history too. I'm not saying we have to celebrate the Confederacy necessarily, but I also don't want to see the historical value of Confederate artifacts. Um, lost. And I, I bet Yoda doesn't either. You think they probably just right. belong in a museum as opposed to state grounds. Necessarily. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't, yeah. I don't want, I just don't want them out in public. If, if there's a museum, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, there's, I went, I once went to a museum of, uh, of communism in Germany and I loved it. You know what mm. I mean? Cause I love looking out of the old artifacts, but right, I mean, right. as far as like putting, as far as like putting, you know, celebrating communism in public. It's just a, it's a whole well, other story. Can we at you least agree? You can only do that in Seattle. <laughs> can we at least agree it should be like a, 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 I don't think anyone wants to go as far as to say, like I, I want states and localities to be able to describe or to Right, and that's this, part you know? of my argument is that I, I think that this might set a dangerous precedent. And I don't think that the motives are, I don't think their motives are as pure as yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, that's what I worry about too. The SJW motive is, BS. Whereas I can understand your motive. Right. Mexico became a country in 1824. Texas became a state in 1845. California became a state like before in 1850. You know, they had 20 to 25 years with these states. We've had 150 plus years with these states. Right. Give it up, you bastard. But the Confederacy only lasted four years, four or five years. No, the Confederacy itself but the states spanned back to the founding okay. of the country. Does Jessica Simpson at least get to wear uh, her Daisy Dukes outfit circa 2005 or six? <laughs> Can we at least compromise on that? Because I don't want to yeah. sacrifice that either. Yeah, but you can't get in the hazard mobile. Oh, okay. 
All right, I'll have to I'll have to end this here in the interest of time. But I do appreciate the uh, the thoughtful discussion that um, okay. that, uh, that you offered. Thanks, man. And of course, your support for the show we really appreciate it too. No problem. Thanks, man. Wouldn't wear those Daisy Dukes on the bus though. <laughs> we got some super chatters to cut up on. Cut okay, up on. and then we'll take Stephen. <clears throat> David right. Howard, ten dollars. Uh, slavery was the context of the war, not what it was about. Slavery was a tool of the time. Callers applying modern morality to a different time. Offensive, sure. So the fuck what? We'll cover this a different time, and by a different <laughs> time, I mean never. Uh, Sven Servette gave us five dollars. You should check out Colin's last stand video on the Confederates. It was fantastic. Pineapple I, pizza all the way. I hate nice. I saw he did upload on that, and then I saw he was taking a harsh stance on Twitter. He said something like. Um, Robert E. Lee was a fucking loser and so was Jefferson <laughs> Davis or something and people were getting real pissed off at him but I've not seen the video so I should check that out uh, and last one Davis $2.83 you need money right here's free money thank you Davis <laughs> well thank you you are, you are correct sir thank you for that uh, yeah we just we need to get a little panhandling please support your local uh, DIY podcaster no we really do appreciate it's, the support it's proud the begging show. I told you no, we we want to provide a show that people want to watch. Of course, uh, I don't want to get too far into it, but I, I, of course, it, to the extent people enjoy the product, support it. If you think this is shit, don't give us any money and leave. I <laughs> I want you to do that. Okay, let's talk to Stephen. Before Stephen gets started, I, I in chat I muted everybody but Stephen, and until he, I got on here, it was just Stephen burping and ordering more wine. <laughs> do you have a recording of that no i don't oh darn i wasn't ordering more wine our friend that lives with us just happened to pour me a bottle that none of us had opened yet nice oh, sorry for skipping over you man i didn't mean to I, I made you wait longer than i should have yeah and awesome. just hammered whatever blame jay fry don't blame me he distracted me Oh, I under I can understand that. Jay Fry can be a distraction, but we love him anyways, right guys? Sure do. That is correct. That is the official stance of the show. Though we do not endorse his um historical analysis of the Holocaust. <laughs> Wooden doors on a gas chamber. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh boy. All well, right, if, proceed, Stephen. Save us from this hell. I don't know shit. I wanted to try to ask y'all a, a really complicated, not, not complicated, but, you know, a question, uh, if I can remember how to put it correctly. Out, okay, there's that shit going on in Europe, right? Okay, but out of the cultures in America, which, out of the two two choices that I'm about to give you, which one do you think has a bigger chance of fundamentally changing America for the worst? the Islamic culture or the Mexican culture. Oh boy. You're really trying to get us in did trouble change, here. Did you say changing America <laughs> for the worst? Correct. Oh, uh, what words, are we? In, well, ah, in the, shit. Oh I'm, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to save y'all from shit. This is a question that I had thought up and, and what do you know? I'm one well, of the last I mean, callers for the night. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, I have an so opinion on, on this. And, we do not have a huge Muslim population in the United States, which is awesome. Um, so <laughs> we don't really know. On on, it, can you imagine if there were like thirty million more Muslims in the United States? I mean, that would be a friggin' disaster. And so, I think that if if you like evened up the ratios, then Islam is obviously going to be the bigger threat. But in sheer number, I mean, 
Hmm. I've got to say that that it's probably Mexicans, right? Oh boy. <laughs> I have this, thoughts on it. Um, let, let's hear Matt's well, it's, first. It's, it's been a any. great stream. Thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with no non-bigoted opinions. Um, no. Well, I do think this is actually an important question, and I want to emphasize that any 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 country that imports people of differing culture at a rate that they cannot assimilate is a serious threat, and that is the context in which we are describing this. Emailers. Right, right. Yeah. So... Um, I I hadn't thought about your volume argument because that is important. Like if you are importing people of different culture at a volume that you cannot I mean, integrate. Are, are you talking about our current situation as it is right now? What are we like 2% Muslim, 1 to 2% Muslim? I'm still I'm still going to go with intent. In America because yeah, the, the current the current situation, yeah. To to me, um to me I understand the volume but it, I, generally my understanding is there's a group of people that are coming in here with a destructive intent never to assimilate to conquer to destroy again not all not all i get it not all you probably know a guy you know your islamic neighbor he's probably really nice there are some here too that's great however as a global phenomenon we have an ideology that is built upon destruction of the west destruction of our secular democratic values but what if you're looking at the sheer economic well if you're really in in totality thinking about the economic effect my question wasn't global. My question was about America. Which one was a bigger threat to America? Well, yeah, I mean, right uh, I, I, and then I guess the question becomes That's like volume true. too. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with intent and the destructive intent of, or I, I just don't see the destructive intent as present with um, the the unvetted migration coming from the South. There's a the, passive destruction in the form of um, taking advantage of the welfare sure. state. Sure, I and certainly, and I would even call that active destruction. They, but it's they're not rapists, the, it's not they're the criminals. Some I, Some I assume are good people. <laughs> no, I get it, but I but I just think that like this is just my opinion. I don't have data on it. Generally speaking, I do believe that there are a lot of people crossing the southern border for reasons that are that they do it and they they want to assimilate more than like a lot of Islamic migrants That's want to true. assimilate. And a lot of them are Christian. That's another thing. I don't know. Uh, Black Pigeon Speaks did uh, whenever he did that um, interview with Millennial Wolves, they they talked about um, the higher volume of immigrants from Mexico, and he said that they were more or less more they were somewhat compatible because they were Christian. However, he just did a video about Mexi- about the people from Mexico fundamentally changing the changing the United States because of I guess voting patterns or something. Yeah, okay. and I mean. And I just want to. Sorry, go ahead. uh, Go ahead, Matt. If I well, I I just I want to be extra, triple, double, whatever, infinitely clear. That is a good question, though. That it is a good question, but and I just want to be as clear as possible to people. All I want from any immigrant, any any person coming here, is a a very clear endorsement of American values and a desire to succeed in America and uphold the American constitution and American values. Other than that, I really don't care about anything else about you provided that your intent is good. So that's what I want. It's not closing. And if if that is your measure, then the Mexicans would, would be the lesser threat. That's certainly true. I prefer tacos to falafel. So I just like Muslims. (laughs) God uh, damn it, Jay Fry. Okay. Uh, let me, can I, can I, can I throw the question back at you, Stephen? Because this is a tough sure. one. Sure. Sure. 
Well, okay. Well, I would I would say that uh, that the popul the Mexican population is the high. Well, it's it's Latin America, Southern America, whatever you want to call it. However, out of all those, a lot of them are from Mexico. And if you look at an article on Slate.com where they show the second the second mm-hmm. common la the second most common language other than English spoken in America. They they did a they did a poll or some they showed they showed parts of America where there was little specks of people that spoke Japanese and Russian mm. and Italian and French. But whenever you look at Spanish, it is it is like covering a shitload of states. It's yeah. the second most common language here in America. So I would say that that's definitely an indicator that it's um that it's taken over to some extent and i was just talking to somebody the other day that about where i work how whenever you whenever you hope for people to walk in you know you just got to hope that they speak english to a certain extent and um also one of my friends uh she learned i guess she learned her lesson about saying that saying what she said she said that she's not because she uh, she was born in mexico but raised here and she said, she said she's proud. She's more proud of Mexico than she is America. And of course, it pissed me off, and it led to a Ooh. confrontation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And um, it, re- you know, and it, it reminded me of um, that video I just watched of um, of something that that Tara McCarthy said that um, the that that bomber in Manchester. She doesn't consider him British because he wasn't loyal to Britain, even though he was born and raised hmm. there. So. You know, you, whenever the people are born here, you gotta wonder where their loyalties lie. Yeah. Are they here for? Are they here for because they love this country, or are they here just primarily for economic purposes? Yeah. And yeah. and you never know if they you never know if they want to come here just because of the currency and be and if they're sending it back or if they're, well, yeah, they're sending it back, and um, yeah, which is a debate a lot of people are, around here have. I'm not sure about y'all up in the north. Yeah, well, th- this, it's always a hell of a question, a good question when you, um, you know, you, the, I'm sure a million response videos could be created about this segment. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I appreciate it, actually. I, I, I had not thought of this in that, and I don't know, I just hadn't thought about this at all, really. So I appreciate uh, the question. It's an inter- interesting thing to talk about. And I think given the the... I don't know. Like if I was in the UK right now, this is something I'd think about a lot too. Is like, obviously you have this whole Libyan community in Manchester that you've imported and funny didn't assimilate too well. He's been (laughs) there his whole life, but to your point, yeah, he's still willing to wreak havoc upon the, the home that he grew up in. I love that argument from the left. They act like that, that that's an argument um, for immigration. I'm like, isn't that just an argument that second generation immigrants are not assimilating? Where they say, "Oh, he was born here, so it's not an immigration yeah. issue." No, like, that really? means that like, means it's like a super, super double. It means it's <laughs> worse. That means he's had like his whole life worse. to assimilate, yeah. and it hasn't happened. Right, right. It's and unbelievable. his parents too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to move on in the interest of time. But thank you, Stephen. Thanks we, for we calling. Appreciate it very much. Oh man, I wanted to wait. Make one more point, if I can. Okay. If, if you can be quick. All right. There is a positive note. Um, there is one thing that um, I found to disagree with on Lana Lochtef of. When she made a video about the 84 lumber commercial, and I agreed with almost everything except for one. She said that uh, the only people that help white people are other white people, and I can say from personal evidence that that is not true. There you go. I don't know. I haven't seen the video. Um, that sounds like a statement that I probably would not agree with generally, but, <laughs> you know. 
Well, I agree with her other points, but she makes a lot of arguments. She makes a lot of arguments that I can't quite refute. But the, hmm. the only one she's a I bold only... woman. She is. Just wait till the uh, Muslims break in and destroy that Swedish facility of theirs. Jeez. <laughs> oh, they are in Sweden, right? Or is that are they also? Uh, they they split their time, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, only a matter of time. <laughs> in any case, all right. Uh, well, thank you, Stephen. Uh, thank you, guys. Y'all are awesome. Oh, thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. I... Thanks for supporting the show. And tell Matt we say hi. No, he's not home yet. He's still at work. Oh, well, when he gets home. I will. All right, thanks. Let's, um, I, okay, we're, we're over time, obviously. We got one brief call, uh, message to share and one brief leftover question from Sunday. But I want to, if I can, if you've got a minute, and if you don't have to pee, because you look like you might have to. Um, no, I, I I film on the ground, like sitting cross-legged. It's the oh, okay. only way I can be comfortable for hours at a time. Well, so mostly gonna... we're only able to get through our our patrons. Um, and I so um, I'm trying to take some of the early callers, or at least one early caller who's a non-patron to close the show. And this week it's Nicola, uh, Nicolio, and he's still hanging out. So if we can do one more call. And then yeah, we'll... sure. Okay. Uh, and are we good on Super Chat, actually? Uh, no, we got a fuckload of super chats okay I mean, should should I do, we, do you want to do them now or should we save them till after nicolio why don't we just save them because we'll go okay. through the email the, the leftover questions <laughs> so um nicolio thank you for waiting we'll we'll take you as last call if you're good to go oh cool thanks thanks for hanging out appreciate your patience oh jay fry just left you don't get you don't get jay it's cool you know you'll have to hang out with us it's cool if you want to leave and now, now that jay has jay fry's not here Hello? Are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, you're good. You're live. Oh, cool. Awesome. Hi. <laughs> uh, you're a little soft. I don't know if your mic is far away, but or you can uh, speak uh, loud. Of what you got for us? Oh, well, I was, uh, I think I got the, like, the first one in and I almost forgot my question watching the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we have to get through our patrons first. And so, I, but I want to make sure that non patrons, I'm trying to. Mostly we, we, we only are able to get through our patrons, but I want to make sure that people I'm trying to take one early bird a week to close the show. If I can, and you are the lucky oh, early bird. Oh, uh, well, I get, I do remember my first question. It'd be, uh, going at college. I, I think like you, I've been watching you since, uh, Skag 3 met that, met that uh, video on Tuck from. Oh my God. That's a long time ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been watching you religiously since. Appreciate it. My, my perspective has changed on a, that was, um, that was around the time I really started looking differently at a lot of things yeah i did the same thing with you because in like high school like uh, i was uh i used to be like semi-liberal and yeah i was like i i I was like watching like occupy democrats and uh uh just huffington post like over time i like become self-aware if that makes any sense yeah I'm going to, can I make a shameful admission back in my old job? People are going to crucify me for this, but you know, I'd, uh, I'd go on my lunch break and I'd eat my little sandwich and stuff. And mostly I'd watch like uh, the clip from like the John Stewart show the night before. And I, I swear to God, I would click on the Huffington post and like, see what the news was. That was kind of my lunch ordeal. Oh but my look God. Of disgust you. on your face. Hey, look at me now. Look at, look at uh, the much better person <laughs> you've true. helped to create. You're doing yeah. God's work now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's like I, that used to be back in high school. Like where all my friends, yeah. you know, they they either automatically like you know share things from like OD and like uh, whatever the liberal like media sites are. Yeah. And 
oh gosh. And so, because I, I'm in college now, so all my mm-hmm. college professors are like, you know, super liberal. Yeah. And uh, I'm a poli sci major, which I know. Ah, so was I. Oh wow. Okay. But I'm, we're not I'm, entirely useless. Some of us do things or try. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hopefully uh, I'm in ROTC, so I'm hopefully coming. Oh, well, thank you for serving. Yeah, and so my original question was, if I get that, is how how do I deal with liberal professors of, like, if I just have, like, my my one opinion and, like, I can't really say anything because, like, they control my grades. And Hmm. I did actually got an argument for them, and I ended up getting a bad grade on one of my papers that I wrote that, like, was conservative. Oh, boy. I, I follow the, the train of thought that Milo does, which is just to kind of put your head down and get through because you need the degree. And if you don't get good grades, it's just going to be a waste of money. So just, you know, t- pretend to take the blue pill, do whatever they want, push back when it's appropriate and it's not going to hurt you too much. But otherwise, just try to get through college. I mean, <sighs> it's it's you, you won't you're going to be impervious to indoctrination if you're listening to our show and doing so and in this web of the. What? I mean, I mean, how much did you really fight back if he's going to get shitty grades? Well, I, I, I know. I understand the predicament. And um, the, the, I come at this from a position of probably from a position of luxury because I really value my college experience. And none of my professors were indoctrinators at all. The department was fantastic. They were simply uh, masters of the Socratic method. I've talked about this a million times. You go to class and you say black, they say white. You say white, they say black. They're going to push back on you and they're going to tell you you're wrong and you're going to have to defend your case no matter what your case is. And to this day, none of my professors in the political science department of my alma mater, I have no idea what their leanings are on anything. Hey, oh, that's the way it should be. It was great. And and I should email them now and be like, you guys are fucking great because retrospectively, I didn't have to deal with the stuff that you're describing. If you want to take a proactive, if you want to be proactive, you want to try to make college classes great again because... I value mine so much. I would hope that maybe people will fight back and restore that in a lot of these departments. I understand if you just want to get through it and you don't want to take, you don't want to fight the fight. If you do want to fight, uh, what I would say is you should probably go talk to the department chair and just go straight to the top, go to the department chair and say, look, I want, um, I I want intellectual challenge. Okay. Uh, You don't have to affirm or reject my beliefs. Or my positions. What I want is to be challenged when I go to class and to be held to a certain standard, a certain academic standard, and to be expected to defend my position in whatever class is or whatever I'm arguing. That should be the case. And if you're, if the department chair is not, if, if you Aww. believe that's not happening and the department chair is not receptive to that, then unfortunately, I guess the department or that college just sucks. That's that the reality. Is- really ideological and is not going to work, but was pretty good advice. I mean, it's not (laughs) going to work. What you really should do is start a YouTube channel and wear a secret little GoPro to your classes and expose the liberal indoctrination. That yeah, and then get kicked out of college. You're, you're taking the practical approach. I've heard of punitive action against students doing stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is that as like an ROTC, you know, like cadet and whatever, like I'm not really supposed to take a political stance. Even though oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, you definitely can't do that. Never mind. That was terrible advice. Well, like, but, but you're going to take a position in a class on like a certain whatever you're reading or, or if you are in political science, you know, if, if you uh, interpretation of data, something like that. Um, yes, absolutely. For like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm able to participate in like, you know, seminars in class. But yeah, like, yeah go up and like you know i believe this when uh that kind of associates well he believes this he's a 
cadet at such and such. Uh, that means these people all. It's like I, I'm an image for all of my peers in the program. Hmm. And, so, and so half my professors, like you know, they're they're really good. Like I like them, but there's just like there's like that set view where like these three credit classes where like I need a good grade on, but like I have to write a paper that like you know wants me to say what they want to say. Yeah. Well, how um how set are you in a military career? You think that's something that you're going to do long term? Uh, yeah, I, I was wanted to go career, but like you know, if this didn't work out, like say like I changed my mind halfway through, then I'll. What um I mean maybe maybe if this is just like if you're just if if this is just the path to the military career maybe blonde's advice is is probably better um because if you're just using this as a stepping stone to get to where you want to go I could see that um if you want if if intellectual enrichment is why you believe you're there um and you want that and the military career is secondary then yeah make some noise that's what I'd say it's kind of a priorities question. I, I agree. But, uh, military is like my primary focus and uh yeah i w- usually wanted to do engineering because you know that's where the jobs are and, like you know who doesn't want to you know build computers and do all like coding stuff yeah and so like i went into my first computer science class and i was like holy shit. and then uh yeah i just said no after that after i got like i also got really sick last semester and i had to change my majors and you know might as well do something what i like which is yeah yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I, all I can say is good luck. And I, and I hope, uh, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like you've got a good trajectory where you're going. So I think you'll probably be fine either way. And you kind of know what you want to do, but, um, you know, if you do get confrontational, um, I, I'd be interested in hearing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Call in with some that. stories. Yeah. Um, but other than that, oh, man, thanks for, um, sorry. What, what, go ahead. So I got a lot of stories from this semester. <laughs> Okay, but, we'll we'll have to save those for another time, or um, email us. You know, if if, you, if you've got a story to share or something, go ahead and send us an email. Because um, you know, it's always we it's it's we try to get in as many people as we can on the show, but we can't get to everybody, unfortunately. But we are on top of the emails, or at least blonde is allegedly. That's yeah, what she tells me. Totally. <laughs> anyway, thank you for waiting, uh, and thank you for calling, and thank you for serving, and I hope all this uh, works out in the end, and it will be. Your, your, your crazy professors will be irrelevant uh, as you are a military hero in a few years. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. You're doing gas, thank you. Okay. Uh, let's, um, so you, you, I'll queue up what we have to respond to. And then if you want to take care of super chat and then we'll, we'll sure we have liberative $5. Fuck Moriarty. He's a revisionist relativist. His mm. history cred is zilch. He's no Dan Carlin. Yeah. People were really pissed at him on Twitter. And, um, I, based what? on what I've heard from Colin, I really like the guy, but I don't know what he said about history. I, I don't I don't even okay whatever um thank you though for for that donation uh read the eighth five dollars take your shekels you coins <laughs> <laughs> that thank kind you, of Greg. show liberative five dollars again uh Mexicans bring us carnitas which is delicious falafel is oh, crap yeah, say the, no to Islam that's true I, th- I didn't think about the food argument and it's a slam dunk that way <laughs> that is that's true yeah not even close Steve Green I know lamb come on uh, Steve yeah. Green, $5. Illegal immigration from Mexico is a bigger threat to Mexico than the U.S. Mm. Go watch Razor Fist video on it. Um, okay. Okay. Razor Fist. I don't, I don't know this Razor Fist. Uh, Joel Dykeman, $5. English. You don't know Razor Fist? Think of like a, think of like, uh, he's kind of doppelgangers with uh, Sticks, but he's kind of like a more, in, Sticks is a little more soft-spoken, 
no Razor one Fist, is like, a doppelganger with sticks. He is. He kind of is. They kind no. of. They're kind of like the, You can tell there them is apart, one but sticks in this world. It's sort of weird. That's what was weird is um, Razor Fist was on YouTube Saints show, Jeff Holiday's podcast, the same way we the same week oh, we really? sticks. Uh, nobody planned it, but we kind of had these weird mirror image guests. Think of Razor Fist as sort of like sticks, but wearing aviators and like much more in your face. I don't know how I feel about that. I'll take. You'll have out. to look him up. Yeah, it's it's different. He's definitely different. They're not similar stylistically. I don't think. I do like different. Uh, Joel Dykeman, $5. English needs to be the official language of the USA. A working understanding of English should be a prerequisite, prerequisite for immigration. Agreed. And Dave S., $2. Okay, no more free money until Sunday. Sorry. Thank you, Dave S. <laughs> Thank you all. Thanks, Dave. For Super Chatters. That's, that's everybody. Free money. We work so hard for this money, Dave. We're, <laughs> We're not panhandlers. Uh, maybe I should repurpose one of these Coors bottles and make it like a super chat pan <laughs> jingle jar, jingle. little pan handled jar. No, I will not. Um, I will not reduce. Uh, I, I don't want to reduce to that even in a joking way. Cause we do appreciate, appreciate everybody who supports this show, man. Um, they, they're the ones keeping it afloat and, and helping us <sighs> seriously between Patreon and super chat. It's the only way cause ad revenue is dead and you know, we're doing something else if it's not for that. So thank you guys. We really do appreciate it. Okay, uh, we, then we had one super chat left over from Sunday that was a little more complex that I couldn't get to at the time. So that was from B Movie. Oh, Paul. that's right. And um, um, and, who, and I did a. I, I was on his podcast. I've I've got it queued up here. I've got the notes open. So on his podcast last week, I haven't. Um, he hasn't emailed me, but as far as I know, there's a recording of <laughs> somewhere out there that I'd be happy to share as soon as I get the recording back. But Paul says. Um, so he says, says, thanks for chatting on my show last week. It was fun. Question, is propaganda based on not enough info or too much fake info? Praise Keck. Um, to me, uh, propaganda propaganda is always, propaganda isn't accidental, you know? Or I guess is maybe that's not what he's asking. Like, not enough no, info not. for the provider or the consumer. That's what like he Like, he's probably. saying, does the federal government try to influence our perception based on withholding information or providing false information to sway us? Oh. Presumably, right? Yeah, that makes more sense than how I was reading it. How I was reading it was like, does the propagandist just not have enough information and that's why they provide bad information? I was like, no, the propagandist is very intentional and calculated. <laughs> yeah. Your your interpretation makes much more sense. Um, I would say the answer to that is that they use them in conjunction for optimal effectiveness. They withhold information when yeah. they need to and then they provide propaganda when they need to and they alternate them and then they use them together. And, and the thing about omitted information, I mean, without, I can't quantify this, obviously. But if I were a propagandist, uh, <laughs> maybe I am, who knows? If I were a propagandist, to me, omitted information is much more powerful and difficult to debunk than outright false information. Right. Outright false information, usually, especially in the age of the internet and recording everything, if you just make up a claim that is unsubstantiated, it's generally easier to demonstrate as Nonsense. That, that same argument, though, is true of omitted information as well. Yeah, but but the thing about omitted information is the person presenting a case that's based on, that's not complete that has omitted information in it. They often right. still claim this, like, well, technically, I was still correct because I didn't lie. Yeah, but you you know the Cuomo argument. That, uh oh no 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 not like that not like you can't not prove it <laughs> whatever Cuomo's. <laughs> You can't prove it's not what happened. Whatever. <laughs> All I'm saying is, um, 
I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, but there are cases where you can make a claim about something using very specific technical language while omitting a key fact of the case to lead the the recipient to a conclusion. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so because it's presented then, as like a well-rounded argument, it has and then, the effect well, and then of even, being truer, you know, to the audience. Yeah. And then saying. even if someone comes and says, yeah, but you did, you left out this part, you can say, well, I still was technically correct because everything I said was still factually true. Oh yeah. You're it, totally right. Yeah. It's, it's much more gray and they, they have more defense at their disposal. And um, I just think it's more powerful. I think omitting key information is, is more powerful than just fabricating information. Yeah, You're right. I don't know. Something to think about though. Pretty thoughtful. Um, so thank you, Paul. And then we got a message from Mark um, who sent us a, uh, I guess it's a voicemail. <laughs> I, is it not in here? Ah, oh, crap. Oh no, it isn't here. Um, it's actually so Mark and uh, Mark and Stan are our favorite. Our favorite River Gibbs's favorite pedophile. <laughs> I hate that this has happened to Stan, but that's poor Stan. Uh, poor Stan. Um, Stan's on this podcast too. So Mark, Stan, um, people who listen to this show, and a bunch of people who are patrons of Roaming Millennial. So you know big circle of friends, good people. They've started their own little podcast thing, and Mark wanted to play like a message about the podcast. So normally. I'd say no free advertising on my show. I don't even get <laughs> advertising on my show, <laughs> but it's called the Rover time podcast. And Mark sent us a brief voicemail about the podcast. I did link their most recent episode in the description. If you want to check them out and I will do that on the audio platform of the show too, just cause Mark and the rest of the crew have been very kind to us. Um, for the rest of people looking for free, free publicity, you can fuck right off, but not Mark. Mark gets free bub. So this is what he has to say. Hey, Matt, Blonde, and everyone listening in. If you're looking for something to watch on Sunday nights before Beauty and the Beta, then I have cool news for you. Myself and a handful of Roaming Millennials' most active patrons have started up a YouTube channel of our own. It's called the Rover Time Podcast. If you'd be so kind, please check us out. We're still getting our feet wet, so we'd like to ask for your feedback as well so our channel can improve. With free speech and non-leftist perspectives under attack, the best solution we have is to engage in more speech and support one another. Please consider subscribing and thank you for your time. Have a good night. That is Mark and the Rover Time podcast. Uh, it said the uploader has not made this video available in your country, so I didn't no. hear any of that and no. I don't know okay. if the audience well, did. No, the audience did. Oh, I, well, I have the, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but that's all I got. Um, are we uh, are we caught up on the old super chat before we get out of here? Yeah, we are. Looks like. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we will close it out there. Thanks um, to our the patience of all our callers. We really appreciate it and um, appreciate talking to you guys and Super Chatters keeping the show afloat and all our patrons keeping the show afloat. Appreciate you guys. Um, Sunday, 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 we're just going to break down Manchester, I think, um, as well as Ghazi Kodzo or Black Hitler had a debate on Gavin's channel. And um, one of the guys debating him, Matt Palumbo, I did an interview with him today about the debate and about his new book on the left's paradoxical alliance with Islam. It was a very interesting discussion. So Black Hitler and Manchester coming up Sunday. See you then. Bye, guys.